Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, everybody. This is Yanni, your DJ, and Dan Stuffy with today's Dose of the Dime on the Bath News Radio Network. Uh, you can join in the fun by dialing 646-929-0130. Again, this is Yanni, your DJ, and Dan Stuffy, and I'm so thankful that you are here. You could be anywhere else, but yet you chose to hang out here with me, and that's cool, and I appreciate it. <clears throat> so we have switched websites. You can find us now on thebatsanews.airtime.pro. This is where you can find all the uh, replays of the um, different shows that go on. You can also find a replay of mine. You can also find the current one that's going live. Again, that's thebatsanews.airtime.pro. Please make sure you jump in and get in the phone. So I also have a Facebook group. It is a public group that's available to everybody. And that's a dose of the dime radio show where we get in and we talk about a lot of different um, uh, conversations about relationships. And it's kind of funny, and I hope you guys can uh, check that out and join in the fun. Uh, I also am available on all forms of social media. Just so you know, I am a licensed um, master of social work, and I actually am a therapist currently working, and I'm also a life coach. So this son is going to continue to find me, I promise. But anyway... You can find me on all my forms of social media. My favorite subject in the world is relationships and how to have healthy ones and things to steer away from and to get away from. Um, I'm all about having a relationship work for you in a sense that makes you healthy. This is what we talk about on the Dust of the Dime and just trying to get to the nitty-gritty of, of how it is that we can make this work between men and women and then, of course, our days and them. okay? So you are more than welcome to check out my website at www.thedjdime.com. Again, thedjdime.com. And their blogs, podcasts, and, of course, I have a few merchandise if you guys are interested in things like that. I hope you are. <laughs> it's kind of cute. Anyway, last week we talked about <clears throat> sabotaging relationships and how a lot of us end up sabotaging our own relationships. It's not somebody outside. It's, it's really just us doing things, making choices that we really shouldn't, um, based about ways to stop. So recognizing that um, hurt people hurt people, we've already talked about that, but that um, when, the, you, when you are hurt in a relationship, whether it be with your parents or whether it be with um, your, your siblings or whether it be in a, a real romantic relationship when you are hurt you carry that hurt into the next relationship and if you are fearful of being hurt again you're gonna try and sabotage that relationship not knowingly you're not going to know and be like yeah i'm going to jack this up that's not what it is it's just sometimes we make silly decisions based on our fears and we run and do stuff that is not good for the relationship okay recognizing your triggers now is the time to sit back and think about the things. And normally when you're sabotaging, the triggers are for something that made you feel like somebody did in the past and then they came and they broke your heart. Those types of triggers. And you have to start recognizing them for yourself. If right after they say, I love you, you go, when you jump on Bumble 
then that's a problem. That's a self-sabotaging technique, something that you need to check out. And, again, decide who it is that you want to be, where you want to be, and either move from that or do up, you know, do better. So healing from those hurts, that's the next step, of course, is taking that time to work on you and know that you are enough. You are everything. You deserve love. And that if somebody loves you, it doesn't make them less than. It doesn't make you less than. You are enough to have a healthy relationship, and that's where you need to start healing, doing your affirmations, doing the mirror work, getting in the mirror and saying, you know what, being loved, I'm worth someone giving their all for. And that's the true statement. You are. Whether whether I know you or not, I'm going to tell you that you are. Okay? So the second part of this is, of course, learning the lessons in your relationship because there are lessons and blessings to be found everywhere. So what I mean by that is that if your uh, relationship fell apart, not just knowing that it was whose fault, because, of course, sometimes it's not your fault. But if it's not your fault, what part did you play in it? What lesson did you learn? What red flag should you now start searching for when it is that you go into your next relationship? These are the things that I'm talking about, definitely. Okay, so learning the lesson from your relationship so that when you get into the new relationship and you see that red flag pop up, you know to back up, okay? And if you see something that looks like lies, you ask about it, you talk about it, and you say, from my prior, you know, don't go, oh, my God, my ex did this. Don't do that because that's, you're bringing your, your baggage into the new relationship, but the lessons you do need to keep. So kudos to that one, all right? And, when, and the last step of that, of, of getting out of self-sabotage, choose to change. You don't have to be this person. You, at any step of your life, can choose to heal and change. Decide who it is that you want to be. Decide what kind of husband you want to be. Decide what kind of wife you want to be. What type of relationship do you want to have? And if whatever that is, how does that show up? And this is going to require you to sit down and map it out and, and get into the work. What is it that I am required to do in order to um, <clears throat> this relationship work or to be this person that I want to be as far as definitely the um, – as far as your relationship is concerned, what kind of mother do you want to show up to be? I mean, and how does that person act in all of the situations? These are things that you need to kind of keep in your mind. So this week we're moving in a whole totally different direction because we talked about sabotaging, and I felt like because we're in the moment of Thanksgiving and giving thanks, and um, I, I don't do the pilgrim thing, but I definitely do a day off of my family thing. That's a whole whole thing, all right? So, um, But in the spirit of the holidays are coming, let's talk about how it is that we show up for our relationships and how we can stay healthy in these relationships, okay? Step number one is always I need you to decide that this is what you want. People are, oh, my, we're in a relationship. That doesn't mean anything to me. Decide that you are ready for a real relationship, that you are ready for real commitment. Decide that this person that you're with is the person for you. Decide. Because if this person, I mean, it, and it can't be, um, you cannot be complacent about that. And what I mean by being complacent is 
Oh, well, we're not going anywhere. Well, he's not going anywhere. Well, he's, you know, he's good. He treats me well. That's not the same thing. I need you to say that you see a future with this person, that you see potential growth, and that you are willing to grow old with this person because you have to be sure, okay? The problem is a lot of us don't learn ourselves. We don't have those, um, our, our, our list mapped out of the things that we really want. We just kind of go from relationship to relationship, and we end up choosing partners that are not right for us. <laughs> Excuse me, and I don't want you to be one of those people. Um, just because somebody is a, a good woman, she goes to church, she, or she works out, does not mean that she's the right woman for you, okay? So that's a real, real thing, Okay. You don't, that's what I mean by being complacent. Be sure that this person that you're with, you see a future with. You see um, potential in them being the mother of your children. Um, Or you see potential in this person being the rock that you follow behind. Whatever it is for you, because not everybody is submissive. I'm a submissive chick. So being that person um, and making sure that that person is who you need to fit the idea of love that you have. You have to make a choice and you have to be clear. So once you have chosen that this is the person that I want in my life, this is it. This is who I'm I'm choosing right now. Um, And they've chosen you. You have to be in a relationship. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. They have to choose you too, okay? The major habits is, okay, so number one was absolutely deciding that this person is your person. Number two, communication is king. Communication is king. You cannot have a relationship if your communication is off. That um, healthy relationship, uh, couples normally share about 90 minutes a week of just boring, mundane communication. What do I mean by that? It's the news report. It is, this is what's going on in the house. This is what's going on at school. This is what's going on with me. This is what's going on at work. The mundane, boring, 90-minute presentation of what's going on. And I don't mean 90 minutes at one set in time. It can be spread out through all the week, but there must be at least 90 minutes of communication. The news report, what is going on? Because when you know what is going on with your mate, then you can kind of tap into, oh, okay, this must be what they're, you know, they're, they're struggling from this. Now I can help. Okay. So these types of things are what's going to help keep you guys together. Communication is king. If they know something's going on at work and then you fly off the handle, then they understand, oh, okay, this does not mean that they're reacting to this is what's going on at work. And that's, that's important. It is important. Because here's the thing. You want to make sure that things are right in your house. You want to make sure that things are right with your, with your mate. Um, and stress makes love hard. But the problem is most of us react to our relationship when we're in stress. So what does that mean? We think that love creates the stress, and that's not the case. A real love will actually help decrease your stress. So work, life, all of that makes stress. What you do in a relationship eases stress, and that's where you need, that's why it is that you need to make sure you have the new support so that your mate knows what's going on with you, okay? So... Number three, being emotionally bonded. you got to emotionally bond. Listen, um, it's building intimacy. And a lot of people don't really, really know what that means. 
So that was building intimacy is deep conversations, um, silliness, um, having fun. Again, I go back to experts say you should have a date night once at least, at least once a week. But they're saying two. You should maybe have two if you can if you can swing it. You know, kids, job, whatever your obligations. But if you can, you at least need to have one date night a week and be serious about it. And 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 intend on having fun. Everything that you leave in the house is what you leave in the house. Your intention is to have fun with your mate. So once or twice a week, okay? And in creating a safe space for your mate to be vulnerable. So here's what about, and we need to talk about. There are topics that are off limits. When your mate is ready to share with you, um, the private goings-ons or the things that went on with them that makes them hurt or makes them upset or they're in, you know, makes them, um, it's their red trigger. Keep that for them. Be that safe space for them. Because understand when you don't have a therapist, because I'm a therapist, when you don't have a therapist, you don't have that safe space to pour your venting, pour your drama into, it becomes a problem if you take it to your mate and then five months down the line in an argument that mate brings that stuff up to trigger you. Those topics are off limits. And that's something that you need to definitely <laughs> secure within yourself is that those topics are off limits. You cannot do that. If they have revealed their soul to you, take that to the grave. First of all, be honored that they did because not everybody can. I mean, not everybody has that space. And you are a trusted safe space. So if you are that trusted safe space, definitely take that to the grave. And once you do that, once you come out in an argument and you bring up those hot topics that happen, you ruin the trust between you guys. So now they may not tell you everything ever again or anything personal ever again. This is supposed to be a trust to safe space. So the bonding emotionally is not just about fun. It's not just about date time. It's about creating a safe space for you and your mate to be and just exist. got to happen. All right. So let's take a moment to pay the man. Just a brief break, guys. Um, feature album Friday is today. Um, Kim, we I'm I'm in a line dance group. I love my line dance group. I love my line dance sisters. And I don't know if they're watching today, but happy Turkey Day, loves. Um, Miss Angie, uh, she took something and created a whole. She took something that she liked and created a whole kind of community around it, and I so appreciate her. Um, but on feature album Friday, I mentioned the line dance. This is because we have the line dance toy Kim song, and it's pretty cool. Anyway, um, Kim is the feature album. He's kind of his music is kind of sexy, y'all. So what feature album Friday is? It is 30 minutes of his whole discography, right? And it's going to be on the thebatchnews.airtime.pro, of course. And it's going to be at 5:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6:30 Central. And you can just tune in to um, the bachelornews.airtime.pro and listen in. Or if you need to call in, of course, that's 646-929-0130. Um, and just listen. It's 30 minutes, and it's the whole discography. It's pretty, it's pretty mellow, pretty, you know, you know like Isley Brothers sexy. 
it's really kind of mellow. I love listening to Kim. So anyway, there's also Whispers Softly, which is another favorite of mine. Um, it plays from Sunday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 12 midnight. That's definitely something that I kind of turn on and kind of vibe out to because, you know, there's nothing like the old school players telling me. <laughs> I love the old school player, hey, little girl, hey, little girl. So telling me, swing, singing softly into my ear. I love it. Listen. Mm, okay. So definitely make sure you try to tune in and check that out, okay? So now we're going to move on to the next step. One of the things we talked about in um, maintaining a healthy relationship. Well, let's let me review real quick just for those people just showing up. Looks like I got five more viewers. Hi, guys. Um, number one, make the decision that this is the person that you want because if this is not the person you want, you need to not make any kind of commitment. You move forward until you find the person that you want. You want to make sure that you are on your communication. Remember, experts say that you need to at least do a 90-minute news report type of communication each week, and I don't mean one setting. Break it up between the days. You need to know what's going on in your household. You need to know what's going on in your household, okay? Bonding emotionally, that has to happen. There's no way around it. That person needs to feel like they are safe with you. They need to feel like they're safe with you. And the only way you can do that is by creating a safe space and moving on Showing affection, okay? Showing affection. They were like, oh, that's a no-brainer, it, but it's not. It's not a no-brainer. Um, you have to show the person that you are with, with a touch, with a kiss, with a phone call, with a text, whatever their love language is, they're wanted and needed. Otherwise, you're going to lose them. That is that is the whole truth. That is the whole truth. Um, I tend to have partners that try to neglect me, and therefore, I I'll cut the I'll cut the news real quick. I'm out because I am a I do have abandonment slash neglect issues, and therefore um, those types of things will make me run for the hill. I will run for the hill. I'm out. So showing affection, and I, I mean that for everybody. I don't care what your deal is. Everybody needs to be shown affection and attention. Okay, so. What do I mean by that? The love languages. We talked about that briefly. So there is a test if you're not sure what your love language is, okay? There is a test online. You can type in love language test. There's a whole book that goes with it. Tried to make newer ones, which to me were kind of eh, but there's there's five different types of uh, love languages. There's physical touch. There's words of affirmation. There's gifts. There's acts of service. And then there's missing one. Um, so... Physical touch, acts of service, oh, words of affirmation, gifts, and quality time, okay? So there are five different love languages. So what is, why is this important? So, okay, I'm a physical touch slash acts of service person. You telling me oh, how beautiful I am and, you know, how how proud you are of me does not show me love. As a matter of fact, it's kind of annoying. Um, <clears throat> so you have to get into your beloved then you need to understand what their love language is. And wherever that love language is, that's what you do. So if my partner's love language is words of affirmation, that's what I'm going to do. Even though mine is physical touch, I'm going to get my physical touch. Don't be wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to get my physical touch, but I'm also going to make sure I speak the words of affirmation to my mate because that is what they require in order to feel love. 
And that's what I'm saying. You have to show affection, whether it be physical or verbal or emotional, however it shows up for them. So acts of service so we're clear. It's like if you see my cars on here, you put gas in it. Or if you see that there's dishes left in my sink, you do that. Or if you see that I'm busy, you, you know, bring me lunch. Those are acts of service versus, like, quality time, which is, you know, being a lot of time with somebody. Okay. So uh, showing that person that you love them. Now, listen, I told you guys about the little Facebook group we had, right? So there was a meme that I posted in there, and it talked about good men being left in the friend zone. Okay. So, of course, the men jumped all over that. Yeah. The reason why y'all can't find a good man is because they're in the friend zone. I I agree. I agree to a certain extent because here's the thing. And they all talked about how the nice guy ends up in the friend zone. So to an extent. Now, do understand I'm not talking about those women that are jackass. I mean, they're, they're the ones, there are bad women in the world. But I am talking about the women that are real. If there is no chemistry, you're going to end up in the friend zone. So when we're talking about showing love, the chemistry has to be there. Guess what? Communication is going to help that. Guess what? The emotional bonding is going to help that. If you are on top of those two, you don't even have to worry about uh, the chemistry because it's there, okay? But definitely knowing that if your chemistry, if there's no spark, you're going to end up in the friend zone. It has less to do with, oh, he was a good guy and you just didn't appreciate him. No, there was no spark. You cannot make this up. That's what I'm trying to, that's the problem, is that people assume that because it was a good guy, that, that was the guy for you. No. I, I, unfortunately, my last boyfriend, he was a very good guy. I, I really care and love about him, love him a lot, but he was not the guy for me. And, that, and, there, and, there, and that's what the problem is, is that we don't think further than this. When you're not in alignment, that's what happens to be in a line. Okay, so let's move on. Playing fair in fight. Now I talked about this a little bit before. So relationships are about growth. It's about growth. Okay, there is no happily ever after. It doesn't happen. It does not stick. Um, you're going to grow and change together, and unfortunately, growth always comes at some kind of cost. So do understand that you can be careful instead of crushing when it comes to an argument, okay? So conflict, you learn from them. You learn about yourself. You learn, okay, well, obviously I don't like that. Or you learn about the other person, but you learn, and you guys learn how to maneuver around each other. Okay, one more time. If you know your partner, you know how they communicate. If you, and and know, how do you know your partner? Unfortunately, sometimes, I mean, they'll tell you course, but unfortunately, sometimes that comes through conflict. So now I know they don't like that. So now I know we can't move forward this way. Now I know that <laughs> um, I can't call them this without expecting them to boil over, okay? You get this through conflict. Conflict is not always a bad thing. As a matter of fact, I feel like conflict helps grow the relationship. Healthy conflict, though. Here's the problem, and we, I think we've talked about this on the group, but not necessarily here, so I'm going to say it here. Um, <clears throat> relationships do not fall apart based on um, fights. They do not fall apart based on um, arguments or conflict. Relationships fall apart because there's disrespect. 
the minute you call somebody out their name because you don't like what they said, the minute that you bring up um, information that you should not, the red the red button information that they shared with you being vulnerable, the minute you do that, you have negated all trust. The minute that you that you get disrespectful, you, I mean, you're now on a on a crash course to mess your relationship up. So you have to be respectful. Take that love that you say that you feel for them and move forward in not being stubborn and being proactive, not reactive, not, well, then go, leave me alone. I don't care. Just go away. And not saying that because that's not really what you want. You really would rather have them come and hold you or apologize or whatever it is. But you've got to learn how to speak it. You've got to be able to say it. You've got to be able to say this is this is your relationship. Do you want a healthy one? And if you want a healthy one, you've got to unlearn some of these ugly habits that we have. And it's not our fault. <laughs> I'm going to say this. You learned it. It was not your fault. But now that you're an adult, now you have the opportunity to change. Right now, right now you have the opportunity to change. Don't play games. Don't be petty. Don't be stubborn. Remember, we talked about it in the sabotage piece. Choose who you want to be. Choose the husband that you want to be. Choose the wife that you want to be. And how does that person show up? Do they show up petty? Am I supposed to walk on eggshells to hopefully I won't, you know, make you mad and you won't bring up that thing I told you about? You know, those types of things. Who do you want to be? Do you want to be the trusted husband that gets the world? Because I promise you, the more trust that you have in your relationship, the better the relationship is going to be 100% across the board. The more trust, the more safe that uh, uh, I'm going to say this for, for the females in the room. The more safe we feel with you, bro, you can get the world. We'll do almost anything for you if we feel safe and love. That's truth. And, and of course, I'm speaking on, on, on real females. Obviously, there's an exception to every rule. On real females, if you, if you make us feel safe and love, get whatever you want. But with the exception, of course, you're not going to run over. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about building your insights and running out of time. But most of the points that I've gotten out are pretty good. So if you use those points, you're going to have a decent relationship. But you have to build your insights. You need to start seeing the patterns. You need to start getting ahead of the problem. And what do I mean by that? If your mate, like, okay, so for example, say your, your partner is always late. No matter what, you can tell them 6.15, they show up at 6.30. You start telling them wrong time, so they show up on time. Ooh, we have a friend like that. Right, Miss Leslie? Um, so whenever you have, so just taking, for example, my example, the person is late. If you know that about them, it's not about you. It's just about them. They're late to everything. Don't send the nasty text saying that they're late. They know that, and so do you. If you know your partner and you know who they are, there's no point in, in starting problems. When there are no problems, you know who they are. Plan ahead. Once you know the nature of a beast, you can start learning how to deal with them. And, of course, learn how to choose your partner. Because if you learn how to choose your partner, you're going to choose a partner that's more appropriate for what it is you're set up for. All right. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and leave you with an affirmation. This is a nice one. Okay. 
I am manifesting a healthy, loving, and abundant relationship. I am manifesting a healthy, loving, and abundant relationship. So that's going to cover a lot of bases. So even if you're in a relationship now, you can use that manifestation to increase the level of love that you have within your relationship, which is pretty cool. So I am wishing you love. Um, We're going to try some different times. I'm going to see what happens. Of course, I'm going to always be here next week. Have to join me. And if not here, please hit the uh, refresh at um, thebachelors.airtime.pro. But I am here for you. And if you can, go ahead and join the group. Thank you guys for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful, healthy relationship. And have a good turkey day and day off. Peace. Oh, right here. Sometimes we fall in.